0: what's going on everybody it's jazz the ceo aka the dapper security guard back again for another episode of industry talk podcast thank you for joining us but i have a special guest here now how do you say your first name
1: i do not want
0: to say it wrong
1: (laughs) it's no problem it's adriano
0: Adriano. Okay, cuz. Yes. I, I can definitely say bubba. I can. Say bubba
1: <laughs> right. <problem.
0: laughs> all right. So, Adriano, okay. Is that Italian or
1: y- Yes, Italian.
0: Okay. All right. So, you are you're in New York, right? Yes. Are you born and raised there or Uh
1: no, I was actually born in uh, a small town in Hanover. Uh excuse me, a small town Hanover in Pennsylvania. And, Uh uh, you know, that's where I went to, you know, school growing up and stuff until I was in about sixth grade. And then I moved to Ocean City, Maryland um, and grew up there. And then um, at about maybe 20 or so, I, I lived in New York. That's when I made the move to New York.
0: Okay, so if you guys don't know who Bubba, the bodyguard is, let me tell you a little bit about him. He's already said his name is Adriano. He's an executive protection officer only 24 years old first of all i look young but i'm 31 i did not know i was older than you okay right <laughs> I am behind so right, my game up and get my stuff popping okay so he's 24 years old he has a partnership with born am i saying that right yes born 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 luxury lifestyle for transportation so that's basically what i see on your page those armored vehicles with all the lights and stuff
1: the, that isn't with the um armored vehicles, but that's with uh, black SUVs, luxury SUVs like the that's Suburbans, uh, Lincoln Navigators, things of that nature.
0: Okay, okay. Yes. And of course, he's rated five stars. I mean, we're not going to have anybody on the show with under five stars. We're trying. To, <laughs> I mean, we're trying to tell people what the industry is really like and and kind of shine a light on the industry. <laughs> Being I, um. You, you've been in the industry for eight years. I've been in yes. the industry for 12, 13 years. And I think through all those years, we should both have experience when people say, oh, you're just security. Or, oh, you do this or you do that. Not really knowing that we have a lot of levels and lanes in this whole industry that people just don't have a clue about. Like, right,
1: absolutely.
0: They just have no clue. They You know what they think of? They just think of Paul Blart, the mall cop. And, right. And they associate everybody with that. <laughs> So, right. So he's um, transferred. So tell me, um, because now you're known as Bubba the Bodyguard. So what makes you call yourself bodyguard instead of sticking with um, just EP agent or uh, executive protection officer?
1: Um, It's it just it kind of just clings a little better. And a lot of people like you talked about, it's a lot of different lanes, a lot of different avenues. It's, uh, you know, unless you're really in the security field at a, at a you know, uh, and an intermediate to, to advanced level. Not a lot of people know what an EP agent is or an executive protection officer. So I just kind of you know just kind of play it down to you know just Bubba the Bubba the bodyguard. So it's just yeah. something it's more catchy. more easy. Yes, it's catchy. It's
0: definitely catchy. It definitely looks good on on social media too. You know?
1: Right.
0: Um, yes. It's a nice little hashtag. So. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So well, Bubba, where did Bubba come from?
1: It's a nickname I was given when I was young when I was growing up for my mom so just it stuck with me ever since then it was it was a lot easier than Adriano. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So I mean New York New York is the place to be when you're a celebrity. And right. So and that's that's mostly what you do these high profile clients. Yes. Um, I know you might not be able to say everybody you work with, but tell the people some some of these names that you, you've been blessed to work with.
1: Okay, I'll start with um, you know some of the younger ones and going up. So I've been blessed to bodyguard uh, DeMar J. Smith. He's a, an actor, trainer, mot- motivational speaker, Samaya Clark-Gabriel. Uh, she's a, a multi-talented athlete, and she's p- performed at uh, Madison Square Garden in halftime for the Harlem – She's been on uh, numerous television appearances, um, celebrity eyewear designer Corey Woods, um, his brand. Uh, you'll see it on some of the top celebrities in the real, the, the Kardashians, Beyonce, Cardi B, um, you know, all those rock his brand and stuff, Amber Rose. Um, I, I've been blessed to do the 9-11 detail, 9-11 mem- memorial detail in NYC. Um okay with names such as Mike Bloomberg there, uh, Bill de Blasio, the current NYC mayor, uh, police commissioner of NYPD. Um, so a lot of important, uh, respected figures there. Yeah. Um, and obviously just what that, uh, what that day means to, you know, our, our country and stuff of just, uh, a, a tragic time and everybody coming together, um, and uh, some other people I've bodyguarded is True Life, one of Future's artists, uh, Vinny from Jersey Shore on MTV.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I saw that. I used to actually really watch that show. <laughs> right. You <they> know now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I've been on uh, a music tour with Brody Fresh and Chris Webby. Oh, um, You've
0: been twenty four,
1: and yes.
0: this is a list. You're not even done. This is a list.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I, I bodyguarded all three of P Diddy's kids. Um, I've done music videos for Fatboy SSE, the entertainer. Yeah, uh, bodyguarded uh, Swift from Love and Hip Hop, Cardi B's producer. Mm. Um, recently, Leon Sewell he, he goes by Space Jam, he plays with the Harlem Wizards. Uh, he travels the road, he goes to like China, different places. Uh, just you know, touring the road, and he's a professional dunker. Uh, as well as Chris Staples, he's one of the top professional dunkers yeah, in the road. Definitely. Um, as well as some people on Forbes list, um, and uh, my partners have been with Chief Keith, Gucci Main, Q from Real Star before he passed away. Oh, uh, pu- now?
0: now I got to stop you right there. So if, if 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 you were, I I recently lost my uh, mm-hmm. original IG, um, but if you were on my original IG, my, my new one is 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 growing, but. You know mm. that I am a Gucci Mane lover okay <laughs> right
1: right <laughs>
0: he's my best friend he does not know this but if you, feeling, if you let him know that Jazzy CEOs paid he could come to the barbecues whenever he wants
1: <laughs> I got you
0: were you were you on that detail, detail? No, no I wasn't no did they tell you any crazy stories about having to be on that detail like what, what um, was that for your partners?
1: They they didn't really give me any anything crazy that I can remember from that one.
0: Okay, good. See, yeah. see now that right there, that I'm, I was ready for a story. I was ready. Right. <laughs> that lets people know that what you see on the internet and what you see, you know, the rumors that it's not it's not all like that. I just say, Hey, Gucci man, what what's the crazy story? people would be expecting like, man, we were driving down the street and the car got shot up. You know what I mean? Right, right. (laughs) Then people, you know, their personas on television or in the music, you know, is not really their real life. It's just people. you know?
1: Right, absolutely. Um,
0: So, so being a bodyguard, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have some people that's going to listen just for the stories, but we're going to have some people who are looking to get into the industry. Um, Yes. um, Tell me, like, what is a bodyguard? What are the do's and the don't like, like what, what does that mean? What does bodyguard mean?
1: Uh, Well, what it means to me is keeping a person safe, uh, keeping them out of trouble. You know, a lot of times you just think, all right, well, you know, how can I get this guy from point A to point B safely? But you know, it's a lot more than that. It's, you know, being able to steer them from things, you know, where they could be going down the wrong path, uh, potentially getting into legal issues and, uh, just, you know, diverting things and just, uh, making things as efficient and effective as you can and, uh, you know, kind of touching on the first part of that, what you stated, um, you know, the do's and the don'ts, you know, every day, you know, you gotta, you gotta take every opportunity like it's your last, you know, uh, unfortunately it's a very dangerous field. Um, and you just never know if you'll have that, uh, that prestigious honor to be with the people that you're with, you know, again, so just take it extremely seriously. Uh, you know the the don'ts obviously is uh you know don't ever take a situation don't ever you know it doesn't matter if you're at uh somebody that's uh you know like a maximum person that is at the highest of their peak or it's somebody that's uh just starting to get some you know attraction to their name and stuff you know t- treat mm-hmm. everybody the same uh tr- move everybody you know as presidential as you can yeah. um you know you shouldn't be uh you know in this field, if you're not in it for the right reasons, if you just want to be in this field to get around people or meet certain people, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta be your, your passion, your purpose and your calling in life. It's gotta be what you eat, breathe, sleep. You gotta love it. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you, you see the people that if they're not in this field for the right reasons, they don't last long, you know? So, uh, you know, someone like yourself and I, you know, that have been in this field for an extensive amount of time, you know, it's something that uh, obviously that we love and love it. Uh, yeah. You know, we if we didn't have bills and things in life, we would probably do it for free. We love it that much. Oh and, man, um,
0: you hit that on the nose. My best friend right. just looked at me the other day, and I'm I, I do process serving too, so mm-hmm. I right. I got somebody that um, two other servers couldn't get, and mm-hmm. she just looked at me like, you know, you would probably do this for free.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: I'm like, I love it. I love all, all of it. All. Everything. Absolutely. I've never done um like celebrity mm-hmm. guarding though. That's right. That well, one, I'm I'm five three, uh, I'm like 164 pounds. I just lost 10 pounds. Um, I'm like 164 pounds. So usually people don't really go out for that type to be like, oh, come be my bodyguard. But right I have seen the times are shifting towards more people putting females on their team because as far as like covert, you know, security, mm-hmm. as far as being an executive protection person, you know, it's not all about size. So I have been right. you know, able to do some stuff for the Grammys and some stuff for the, um some nominees and stuff like that.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Cause, cause times are definitely shifting and people like you do, you do um, people's kids too.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. What,
0: what are the biggest um differences between bodyguarding, uh you know somebody like diddy and then somebody mm-hmm. like diddy's children
1: um i would say you know obviously with with the younger ones uh you know obviously with anybody you don't want nothing to happen but with the kids i mean you got to it's like almost like you got to especially when they're younger like it's it's a little different when they're like going into the the teenage ages or yeah. uh they're like young adults and stuff but you know when they're young when they're real young like you know some of my clients are 10 11 12 13 years old it's just kind of just hiding hiding them from some of the dangers in this real like you know as far as just not wanting them to fully realize what what dangers out there uh you know you and just a little bit right absolutely yeah. just uh you know just letting them kind of be be a kid and and stuff and just you know uh playing your role but not you know not being that person that's like you know over aggressive yeah. and things of that nature and um you know that that's important too like you talked about you know like your size and stuff but you know my um i can be contacted on instagram uh facebook bubble alminy b-u-b-b-a-a-l-m-o-n-y um I can be reached through email for bookings or through uh, Instagram direct messages. Um, my email is alminiadriano at gmail, and that's A-L-M-O-N-Y-A-D-R-I-A-N-O at gmail. All right.
0: And if you guys have not
1: seen
0: this really dope video he has going on, he's just walking, slow motion, trucks, planes, it's hot. So <laughs> Thank you. Go to his page, check that out. I mean, learn something, you know, it's it's, it's good to watch people who are doing what you want to do um, and, you know, learning from them. So I appreciate you, you know, coming on here. And, uh, we got to do it again. And, yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah, you be safe and congratulations on everything. And I'm going to let you know how it goes because I'm going to go to the chapter here um, for the NAACP and I'm, I'm going to try to get in there and do, you know, some talks. I, I got my first safety talk. Right. So right. you know, I want to continue to do that, especially now that school's back in and you know kids taking the bus by themselves and stuff. Like right. That. So, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. It's it's important and uh, you know, it's it's we we go through life each day and we don't really, I don't think we really realize, you know, that what you know how many dangerous situations that could potentially pop up and stuff and just you yeah. know like you said, just always being on point, always being on mm-hmm. guard and just being alert and and aware of your surroundings at all times.
0: Definitely. Situational, situational awareness is a huge thing. So. Absolutely. So, okay. I mean, this was great. You know, this is, this is for my second episode. You know? <laughs> right. I appreciate you helping. Um, um, so thank you. Yes, and- you're, you're welcome anytime. All right. You be safe.
1: All right. You too. Thank you. So as I was saying, um, you know, somebody that could be possibly, uh, you know, undersized and stuff, um, My thing is I'll take someone that's undersized any day of the week if they possess training, medical training, firearm capabilities. You know, a lot of times in this field, especially with I notice more so with the artists, you know, like the rappers and people in the music industry is obviously they want that big person. They want that 6'10", 6'8", guy that's, you know, intimidating. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't possess any type of good qualities that that an EP or bodyguard should have. You know, yeah. really, he just he just big for nothing, respectfully. You know, so um, <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm definitely big on that. I'm big on uh, you know, I've I've had partners that were, you know, I'm about six foot or six foot one, and I've had partners that were shorter than me, and uh, you know, but they could give anybody that was six six and above a run for their money. So, uh, yeah. you know, size really isn't. Uh, it, You know, obviously, I guess it's an intimidation factor, and it does. It's
0: really about training, too. Right, absolutely. Yeah, like intimidation factor does, it does play a big part. But but
1: it's no good if something does pop off, and then they don't know how
0: to handle it, you know? Exactly, because what I've been seeing on social media the last couple of months Mm -hmm. is a lot of these huge bodyguards getting into trouble or not helping when the trouble comes right i think just um i just looked at a video that someone posted and it was uh french montana Mm -hmm. and apparently you know the videos cut up so you can't really tell what happened but apparently something was going on and french was pushing his bodyguard to go handle it. Mm-hmm. And the bodyguard didn't like, you know, was seemed resistant. Right. We don't know exactly what happened, but from that, it just makes it seem like you're big for no reason.
1: Rightfully.
0: In right. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> yes. those words, respectfully. Right. Uh, so and then I think the other one I saw, uh, I think it was future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and something happened where, you know, he was trying to handle it, but it was more than one um person. They were at the airport and the bodyguards over there, you know, getting beat up and kicked and right. It's just kind of like, yes, you're big. Yes, you can lift weights. Mm-hmm. But you definitely need to train. And right, think absolutely. I'm definitely going to push on this show um, is people need to train. Um, right. I mean, police officers, We I, the police officers that I know, I, I even say to them, like, once you get out of the academy, that, that's great, but you should be training the rest of your life. As long as you're on the job, you should right. be taking right. training into your own hands and that way, we, you know, you wouldn't, you know, have so many issues on all, you know, all aspects of of the police issues with with community issues with falling while you're running, just anything, you know, if you train right. for all those mental and physical, um, you know, you you can get. So let let's talk about training. So training wise, I know you do martial arts. Yes. So tell tell us what you kind
1: of do to train. So so with uh my martial arts experience, um I have numerous area of fields that i have trained in uh from American Kenpo to taekwondo, uh taijutsu, uh a little bit of ninjutsu. So just kind of little a little bit of everything Krav Maga. Um and I was a three-time national champion uh with sparring weaponry and forms. Yes. And, um, you know, so that's kind of the the gist of the, of the martial arts background there. But, you know, like you said, you know, is just because you have that, you know, if you're not keeping up with it, if you're not, uh, you know, like you said, if you're in this field, if you're not taking it seriously, if you're not working hard, putting your best foot forward every day, you know, <clears throat> that's that's what, you know, what's really matters and what's going to save your life for somebody else's if something goes down. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, most importantly, when something does go down, over anything, over your, over anybody's strength, their size, their training, is just that ability to handle a situation, uh, being able to talk to somebody, talking somebody down out of something uh, or removing yourself from a situation because, uh, you know, I think that's a big misconception too is, like, people just think, oh, bodyguard. so, you know, when something goes down, you're just going to start fighting 10 people that are, you know, you know no you're going to try to remove your client from that situation you know it's it's flight yeah. over it's flight over fight uh you know and
0: De-escalation. I'm, absolutely escalation. uh it works a lot for me especially because i'm smart <clears throat> right and and i'm running into guys sometimes when i do events or mm-hmm. i'm doing security at something um i mean like recently this past year i i did an event and it was it was a whole college football team that mm-hmm. was called an issue now you know good and well if I literally you know a football team I'm mm-hmm. just I'm the smallest in the room and the other guy that was with me you know I, nobody ever told him about the word de-escalation mm-hmm. because he just he was making it you know worse and I and I just stepped up real you know short in the middle of everybody and I just started you're gonna laugh but I just started talking about Thanksgiving dinner right and they're looking at me like, what? And I'm like, guys, if you assault an officer, if you do this and the third, the one thing you like doing all year, which is eating that Thanksgiving dinner, you won't be able to do because you'll be in jail. Is right. it it? Right. And they're looking at me like, what the heck is she talking about? But it, it, it made them focus on something else. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and now they're looking at me like I'm crazy, but they're also not trying to fight
1: Right, right. You know what I'm saying?
0: So I think people should really take de escalation seriously.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, e- even in a situation like that, it's kind of like people just got to put their pride and their egos to the side. You got nothing to prove, yeah. you know? You could nothing. be you could be the biggest, baddest person and, and drop somebody. But then as soon as they get up, you're trying to get away or they got somebody else that's with them and you didn't know yeah. about it. And they go get something. They pop the trunk and it's over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and that's, that's just, a good way to
0: say it, Put right. your
1: pride to the side.
0: Because it was definitely a lot of that now that, I, now that you say that, you know, the, right. the person that I was with, I think he just, he didn't want to be embarrassed and mm-hmm. he didn't want to back down. But I'm like, that's kind of not what we're here for, not here for that, you know? So, right. Yeah, definitely. If you're listening, definitely know that that is important. Put your pride to the side.
1: Right, absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's. um. So are you, are you armed? Or are you right y- armed?
1: Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Armed.
0: Okay, and everybody on your team, are, are, do you usually make everybody get those kind of um, certifications? Yes,
1: and um, uh, most of my team can carry in all 50 states and U.S. territories because they're either active or retired law enforcement. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Um,
0: so how many females do you have on your team?
1: Uh, right now about, I'd say about four on and off, you know, when, when needed. Um, yeah. But you know they're always good. You know, like you said, to de escalation, uh, for to search. If you need, you know, people to search females, obviously you don't want a, a male in that situation, uh, for obvious reasons. I get calls um, for that. I'm the, right. Um,
0: searching. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in New York, because mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't do too much. I'm actually from Buffalo.
1: But okay. I, I,
0: by the time I left Buffalo, I was only doing like, you know, security at yeah. like, uh, nursing homes
1: yeah, and stuff like that. So
0: I never really got into the business there. Mm-hmm. But in New York, how hard is it to get your gun permit if you're not law enforcement?
1: It, it's pretty complicated. Uh, you got to go through an unarmed guards license. You got to get a guards license. Uh. And then you got to get your arms guards license. So it's, it's, it's multiple step process. And then it's about a 48 or 50 hour course that you got to go through um, to, to get that. And, uh, you know, it's separate for the five boroughs and then you got to get it for the state. So you could have a state one, but then you can't go into the five boroughs. So it's, uh, you know, the, re- the reciprocity and stuff is, you know, you, it's something you got to be pretty uh, knowledgeable on and make sure you go about things the right way.
0: Oh, that that's good to know. I have people that uh, ask me that all the time, mm-hmm. um, my inbox. Because Mar—I think Maryland State, New York State, and DC—I think they're like the three hardest places when it comes to uh, weaponry, when it comes to commitment. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you can have a state one for New York and still have to get something for the boroughs. That—that's information right for people to know. People, you know, if you're not if you don't share the information, people really don't know. They get caught up. Uh, uh, I had an officer that was working with me and he's from Maryland so his permit was in Maryland mm. to a site like on the D.C. Maryland line right. and going on the expressway, he kind of turned onto a street that came D.C. and they arrested him for having his weapon. They pulled him over because like his tents or something. Mm. And then he, and he was in uniform and had his weapon and they took the weapon and arrested him and said, you don't have a permit so it's very wow. important to right. make sure you have you know the right credentials when you are doing this job i mean it looks cool but right absolutely and, it, and it's hard to get your stuff back once you lose it so,
1: right of course
0: um yeah so definitely people that are in new york you, you pay attention rewind this and play it back and, and get the right um credentials uh so what age did you you, you said? eight years right
1: i I started off at uh 17 uh my first experience was uh doing security at the due tour it's a major bmx and concert venue in uh ocean city maryland and that was on the beach so um it's kind of like due tours i think it's like affiliated with the x games so that was you know pretty cool just to see uh just the experience you know the to see the crowds and the concerts uh I think they had Kid Cuddy Lupe Fiasco, and Talib Kweli as their performances that year. So that was definitely, you know, an experience. And, uh, you know, once I did that, it was just something I fell in love with and, uh, you know, really could see myself doing. And, and uh, you know, like I said, just it's got to be something you're passionate about, and it's got to be something that you really feel is your purpose in life. And most importantly is just knowing that, Uh, you know, people's lives, people's lives tie into your dreams. So, you know, anybody you can help along the way or uh, anything you can give back as far as encouragement or speaking to the youth, uh, you know, I I strongly, I strongly advise people to do that.
0: Yeah. I've seen you do um, a lot of that talking Mm -hmm. at the schools and when you, when you go to the schools, what do you, what are you talking to the kids about?
1: Just, just talking to them about making smart decisions, um, you know, keeping their education, uh, as a top priority and just, you know, giving them that motivation and encouragement that, that the youth needs, you know, a lot of people grow up in broken homes or, you know, may not have parents um, involved in their lives um, or they might be going down the wrong path, you know, making poor decisions and just, you know, being that, that positive male influence that, that can just come in and encourage them and hopefully inspire them, you know, whether I'm talking to 500 kids and only two kids out of that go on one day and, they Say, you know what? I remembered what he said, and even if nobody else, you know, felt what I said or, or took it to heart or you know, wanted to uh, started taking some steps after you know, I, I did that, but you know, that that's just the most important thing is just knowing you can make a difference, and even if you're just making a difference to a small amount of people, uh, you know, you're, you're doing your uh, your duty in this realm, and uh, you know, over anything, you know, we a lot of times we chase uh, you know, money or or you know, titles or positions. But you know that's the biggest thing with me is uh, I'm big on just giving back. And it's really all about who you're inspiring, encouraging. And, you know, what are you giving back and who are you uplifting in life? And, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, <clears throat> when you meet your maker, he's not going to ask you, oh, who did you bodyguard and this and that? And, you know, things of that nature. He's going to ask, you know, how how did you leave my world? How did you leave my people? And, you know, yeah. did you did you do right by one another? And, you know, that's that's most important.
0: You're dropping the word now.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um. OK, so I also wanted to know about mm-hmm. the NAACP.
1: Yes. Um,
0: what, how did that come about? Tell me about that. it.
1: It just uh, I've always been close with the with the president Ew. for uh for a county in Maryland, uh, in Worcester County. His name is Ivory Smith. I've always been close with him and stuff and he's somebody that's uh, mentored me and uh, he coached me in basketball growing up and stuff. So I had, uh, you know, we always had a good rapport with one another and kept in contact and uh, you know, I just decided that it would be, it would be great for, you know, one, obviously to, to make that difference as a community leader, to have that association with the NAACP (laughs) and um, you know, just to, just to show others, even though that I'm young, you know, it's, you can still get involved in things like that. And that's such a powerful movement that has done so much for, uh, you know, colored people and just people that have been treated uh, unfairly in in this world, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, it's something I definitely, uh, you know, I I love that I joined it and, uh, it's just been, uh, you know, great ever since. And a lot of blessings have come from that. And, uh, you know, just from building relations with communities and, and police departments and, uh, you know, uh, Talking about how we can better things in certain. Can you hear me? Y- yes, I'm sorry, I lost you there for a second, but um,
0: yeah.
1: um I-, okay. I-, I had a call coming in, um, but yeah, you know, just as I stated, just just to know you're making that difference and impact, and you know, just to just to be that extra, like, hey, you know what you're young, but you could still get involved in these movements and these, uh, you know, nonprofits and, you know, give back. And, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta start people young at that. And, uh, that, that's important.
0: If, if, if somebody wanted to look into joining an NAACP mm-hmm. or how to join it, how how do mm-hmm. they go about that?
1: I, I would, um, advise them to reach out to somebody like wherever they're living in that, in that, like whatever County they're living in, in their county, state, yeah. just to reach out to, uh a branch, if they have an NWACP branch there, and if okay. not, I, I would uh, advise them to call like the main headquarters, which is located in Baltimore, Maryland, and just to see, you know, what kind of information they can gather or, uh, you know, how they can go about signing up. And uh, like I said, it's it's a it's something that's, uh, you know, out, it's a movement that's out here making a lot of it's bringing a lot of change, and it's um, it's something I you know I strongly recommend people to to be involved with.
0: Yeah, I, I um actually I actually uh, did some work at the headquarters, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was the headquarters. I didn't realize Baltimore had a lot of headquarters of a lot of things here. Right, um, right. I think people see what the news shows about Baltimore.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: It, it has a lot of staples here, and it has a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that you can get involved with. Absolutely. The of just any period, you know. So. Um, I'm, I'm going to look into that because I, I love what you're doing. You're, you inspire me.
1: So right. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: On. I was like, oh, I got Bubba. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you, know, you coming on. Yes. So now, uh, I'm not going to hold you too much longer, but I have uh, one more, uh, two or one, you know, couple of questions
1: mm-hmm. left. Yes. Uh,
0: first, uh, some advice for an upcoming uh, bodyguard or EP.
1: Yes. uh, Some advice I could give to them is, you know, like we kind of touched on earlier, is if if you're in this field for the wrong reasons, if you're not in it to take it seriously, if it's something you kind of just want to get in and you just want to bodyguard one person and bounce out, you know, don't do it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste somebody else's time. Uh, You know, be in it for the right reasons and every day just get better. You know, even if you didn't get it right yesterday, today you have a chance to get it to, to make things right and to just be, be better, you know, not only grow in your profession and your training, but grow as a person every day. And uh, that's what's going to elevate you, you know. Uh, one thing I didn't really touch on either is, you know, you could have all the training in the real, but if you lack character, integrity, discipline, you know, all that really doesn't matter. So th- those, are, those are important because people got to, you know, when you're around certain names or you're at these certain events, you have to be trusted and you know, when you're carrying a firearm, you have to be responsible, and, uh, you know, so that, that's most important. You um, know, because... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm just, uh, you know, you never, my thing is, I kind of preach this a lot, is you never know who who's watching, and you never know who you're going to meet, you know? You could be out one day on a detail, could be a small detail, and before you know it, the, the CEO of T-Mobile could walk in, and you know that that connection you don't know it could change your life forever, and uh, that's what I just preach to people. You know, one opportunity or one connection could change your life, and uh, you know, just always staying ready, staying in the moment, and uh, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready.
0: Yeah, that's that's the the number one saying right there. Stay right. ready. You don't have to get ready. You know what? It, when you when you get on a detail, mm. um, when with the client, what is the first thing you do? What is the first caution
1: you take or what is the first thing you Um, do? Well, I would say with me, that kind of comes before I even come into contact with the client. You know, um, when a client reaches out to me and they need my services or they they have an event coming up, it's just that preparation that's important as well. Just uh, knowing your routes, knowing where you have your escape plans if needed, where your, you know, nearby hospitals are if you, you know, God forbid there was an emergency situation uh and and just having everybody on the same page on the the same page as things and excuse me just leaving no stone unturned and uh you know just you know you're never gonna have a a perfect detail but every day you should reflect when when you're done your details and say hey how could i have adjusted this to make it a little more effective how could i made this more efficient how could i've Maybe did this, you know. You just gotta constantly just have that desire and and growth to just want to get better every day. But, you know, like I said, just making sure you know whatever they might be going through that day or whatever that is needed to be done is just making sure everything goes smoothly for them, smooth transitions, uh, safe transitions, and uh, you know, just being that comfort for them. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Especially, I think, I think people, um, I think I see people. Look at me crazy when I'm going into something as simple as a, a as a county fair and I got mm-hmm. the map. And they're like, why you got the map to the fair? You're not going back there. You have no idea where we're going if something has to go down. Right. If Absolutely. Down, we don't know how to get there because we've only looked at our post. And that's right. Absolutely. Know, that, that, that goes across the board. No matter if you're doing event security, you're on one person or whatever. So right. I, I'm glad you said that so people know. You know. Check your exits. Check the bathrooms. Right. Check. You know you never know where what, what your client wants to do where right. is a place to get food you know so yes
1: and, um, and that and that's um you know that's big too is uh, a lot of people I think they just get on these details and they just take their client in somewhere but it, that's that's dangerous you know if you're if you're not doing walkthroughs if you're not doing like I said your research, your preparation, if your team and you aren't on the same page, if things aren't being communicated uh yeah. You know, like when I would go to the clubs and uh, I'll be with, you know, artists and stuff and they'll have bookings or hostings or performances, you know, you're not just taking a client and walking them in because you don't know what could be going on there. You could be taking them into the middle of a brawl, a stabbing, anything could be going down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure you got guys at at least minimal, one walkthrough. But I prefer a few walkthroughs before the night. You're building that relationship with the, the management, the staff members that are on security Uh, If it's a new club that you haven't been to and, you know, you're making sure they're on the same page as well, because, you know, if something goes down, uh, you know, you could need them or, uh, you know, just making sure, you know, like you talked about those exits, those exits, those entrances, where we have a safe haven, if we need to hide for cover or uh, where can we park our trucks to make things, uh, you know, simplified simplified and to get out of there. If there is a situation that goes down Um, because, you know, it's when you're not preparing for those things that something goes down and then, you know, everybody's just in a state of panic. But when you have that preparation and stuff, and obviously, you know, when something does go down, you know, everybody, uh, everybody's different on how they handle things, but, you know, at least, you know, you know, Hey, we did everything to uh, make this as smooth as a transition when something does happen to, you know, make everything safe for our client and for our team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- that's that's a good subject. Uh, I'm glad we touched on that because <laughs> I get a lot of questions about that, too. And that's that's kind of the point of the podcast is is not only to shine light on everybody doing mm-hmm. you know good in the industry like yourself, but yes. to grab some of that knowledge out of out of people's brains like yours. You know? Yes. Um, now, now, my question for you is I, I know we talked about you starting um, at the event place. But do you have are you any? You don't have any military police background, do you? Uh,
1: w- with military, I don't have military background. But uh, with law enforcement, in 2015, uh, I had a conditional offer of employment with a department in Maryland. So I was able to get through like the polygraph, the structured interview, yeah. uh, things of that nature. So, um, just it gave me a, a good feel for kind of you know the steps in the process and yeah. um, you know uh you know, the training and things of that nature. So, uh, just was grateful for that opportunity. And, uh, you know, just, it just shows you in life, you know, sometimes if something doesn't work out, God just has better for you. It may not happen when you want it to, but it will happen when he, you know, when he feels it's best for us and when we need it. And, uh, you know, just kind of that little bit of encouragement for anybody that's looking to get in this field or just anybody in life that, Maybe going through a situation, you know, setbacks. The, the the greatest thing about setbacks is they they create comebacks. You know, without a setback, we can't have comebacks in life. And uh, you know, whatever whatever pain you might be going through in life, whatever might be hurting you, God can turn your pain into passion, and, and your you know your your passion into profit. So just always remember that, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just. You know,
0: something I needed to hear that today. So.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, when you're on these details or you have a situation that may be uh, causing you fear in life, you know, just just have faith and God will turn that fear into faith. And, and uh you know, just my thing is I'm real big on hard work, sacrifice and having a strong faith. And with those three components, you can get anywhere you want to be in life with anything that you want to do Uh mm-hmm. and just never, never letting up. You know, there's going to mm-hmm. be people that. Want to see your dream be dormant? There's going to be haters, naysayers. But at the end of the day, if it's your dream, it's not nobody else's responsibility. You got to hold on to it, protect it, and never let it go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, now. Okay, pass the bubble. Over here. <laughs> right. All right. So before I let you go, mm-hmm. there's a segment that I want to do uh, going forward. And uh, it's war stories. Right. Um, so. People sometimes see security or bodyguarding or whatever as nothing. Like you're mm-hmm. not really, you don't, nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you're walking a, a celebrity into a basketball game. Nothing really happened. Or you're sitting at a behind a desk as a security Nothing happened. So do you have any war stories? Was there a time where you actually had to get into action? A medical situation, a fight, um, you know, uh, Anything, evacuation, What
1: what is a war story out of your career? Um, Well, before I before I give you a story, I'll just say, kind of like you were t- touching on, like, you know, people might feel like security, oh, you're just kind of there. And, that, and that's, like, the toughest thing in this field is when something goes wrong, you're the first person that people look at. But when everything <laughs> goes right, you're the last person to get thanked. And, uh, yep. you know, it's kind of unfortunate, but, you know, just know that man gives the – Man gives the, uh, uh, you know, man gives an award, but God gives the ultimate reward. And just, you know, live for God. And no matter what, if people don't see it or they don't see the sacrifices you're putting into the hard work, you know, ultimately yeah. the man above, he do- he doesn't miss a beat. So he sees everything, all the good we do in this world. And he sees yeah. the bad we do too. So we got to keep, make sure we keep our karma logs clear of any dark clouds. So, but, uh, what...
0: I'm, take, I'm taking all these quotes
1: out of here. <laughs> right. <Hey. laughs> <laughs> um. So, but I'll say for like a, a war story. Let's see. I mean, I've I've dealt with pretty much anything you could think about. Anything that first responders deal with, that EMS and and police deal with, I, I've dealt with it just on different levels. Um, let's let's see a good one for you though. Um, you're making me think here. Uh uh-huh. I, I'd say I was. I mean, you all- were at a concert place, so I know
0: you had to throw some. <laughs>
1: allowed me Right. I'll say a good one was uh I was on a detail with uh he's, he's a top attorney, one of the one of the most, you know, one of the more respected attorneys in the realm and uh you know, we we were it was in New York and you know, he he was preparing to get uh married in in about a week or so and you know, so he went out with some a group of his uh gentleman friends and uh we were in a nightclub and uh before you know it, you know, our client, we, you know, obviously we were mainly there for him. He, he's our main person. Uh, he's the main protect, you know, person getting protected. And, mm-hmm. uh, we just noticed, you know, him and somebody in his entourage, were kind of starting to get a little, and it wasn't him so much. It was, it was the person in his entourage. It was getting a little bit like, you know, overly aggressive, you know, when people start drinking, they start getting a little aggressive at times. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, so I, You know, me and my partner were just kind of trying to diagnose it and, you know, kind of keep an eye on things and, uh, you know, ready to step in if need be. But um, before you know it, you know, they he started getting, you know, physical with them and then started, you know, at first it was kind of like borderline playful to aggressive. So then we we stepped in when he started getting real aggressive. And uh, before you know it, like, you know, the guy, the the aggressive picked up a bottle and tried to strike my partner. So we had to take him down and then. Uh, you know, thankfully the, you know, like I said, you know, we, we did our walkthroughs and we built relations with, with the security staff there. So they were, uh, very quick to step in because, you know, when we took him down the, the entire entourage, they didn't know what's going on. They're fi- they're thinking a fight, you know, that we're trying to assault this man. So easily, oh. you know, pretty quickly we, we were, it was like, you know, 10 or 12 on, on two people. So, uh. <laughs> You know, we're doing everything we can just to kind of deescalate things. And they stepped into their security staff. So that's just kind of like a little uh, a little story there. But, uh, you know, it, where, where was the client? He, he he was right there. He was we we made sure he was good and stuff. And, uh, you know, actually, it was like it was like actually like a close family friend. But they just, you know, when, uh-huh. pe- when people get when people get to drink and they just become, yeah. uh, you know, violent or aggressive or, yeah, you know, they do things out of the norm.
0: Oh man, well at least you guys had that backup. Right. Uh at least the client understood that his his family member was the was the one. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, where are you with these crickets?
1: Uh I'm outside in, in my uh gazebo.
0: <laughs> in your gazebo. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> y'all heard that bubble high class.
1: <laughs>
0: on, on, on. <laughs> right. <laughs> um I mean, that that's, that's, I appreciate, you know, all the knowledge you've been dropping and yes. um, especially um about the New York state permit. I, mm-hmm. I got that question a couple of times. Of how do you go about it? And
1: yes. And, and, um, for, for New Jersey, cause you know, a lot of people, I think, you know, I would like to think that they do, they do New Jersey and New York when they kind of do, when they try mm-hmm. to explore that arm room and, uh, with New Jersey, you got to get a Sora license. So you got to get your arm Sora and, uh, so just just to kind of uh, just to kind of differentiate a, and diagnose the the two. And so, uh, I'm sorry. What did you say, Jasmine?
0: It's it's called a armed Sora. It, yeah,
1: S O R A. That's for uh, the okay. state of New Jersey.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah that definitely should go uh, hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, and I, and I, and just to reiterate before we go um, about your background, I think a lot of people think because what's being publicized is Mm -hmm. oh you got to have a military background and do this to protect people and i think it's cool that you're on here because it shows like you know training and your character and right what you want to do and it being your passion and purpose that can drive you to succeed in this business you don't always have to be a military background or have been a police for thirty four years. Right, you get in the industry and you can do well in the industry. You know if you follow those those things that Bubba yes. talked about.
1: A- absolutely. And and you know the same goes for, uh, you know, like law enforcement. You know, you know, you don't have to have that uh, extensive military background or that uh, you don't have to be a lateral police officer transfer from from another department and stuff. And you know it all comes down to, uh, like I said, making the most of your opportunities, being ready for them working extremely hard and what are you willing to sacrifice if you got people around you and you know you know they're not making good decisions and they're not praying for you, speaking life into your dreams, uh, uplifting you, that you should remove them from your life immediately, you know. So yeah. it, they got to serve a purpose to be, to be around your team or to be around you and your vision. And uh, you just want to have good, like-minded people around you that, uh, you know, believe in your dreams just as much as you believe in them.
0: So uh, tell people where to find you, social media, website, how to book you, um, you know,
1: anything that you want the world to know. Um, First of all, I want to just uh, thank you for bringing me on the podcast and uh, congratulations on everything you're doing. Um, definitely see you like, you know, in the gym and everything yeah. that you're doing with work and your training uh, and with the podcast. So definitely c- continue to Uh, You know, just continue to prosper and uh, work hard and, you know, God has many blessings in store for you and just be safe, um, you know, in your work and personal life.
0: What's going on, everybody? That wraps up another awesome episode, episode two with my man Bubba. So shout out to everybody that is listening and shout out to everybody that's going to listen because you are going to share it. Yes, you're going to share it. So please take this podcast and put it all over your social media. Instagram stories, Instagram timeline, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever you want to do. LinkedIn, I don't care. Tag me. I am the CEO. Or tag the show, Industry Talk Podcast. Please, 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 we want to spread the word. We want to show the world that security is also first responders. And we're just trying to spread stories, spread congratulations to everybody that's in the industry. So help us do that. Thank you once again for listening. And if you are listening on, on Spotify or Anchor, there is a link in the description. Click the link and you can support the podcast. Check out our Instagram industry talk podcast. We also just put up a highlight called job post. So on there, I will be posting jobs or things that I actually am recruiting for in all over the world. So stay tuned. Right now we have a post up. Go check that out. Share that as well. Thank you for listening.